0: Tuesday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Good to have you. Goody Speaks. We got all kinds of stuff today. Goody Speaks, which uh, is interesting. Uh, We've also uh, got our buddy Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus going to be joining us. We have our NFL Power Rankings coming up today. Matt LaFleur spoke we're going to do that. So uh, we got a lot going on. We got uh, news coming out of the transfer portal is our own Ben Kenny, up to date on all of that. We'll get into that discussion. Uh last night, boy, a thriller last night. Uh it was an ugly game for a long time last night. It just was watching the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. And Taysom Hill golden opportunity over the middle. Uh, He's kind of the the Swiss Army knife. Uh, The the best description I heard this morning was, Taysom Hill is the guy that goes bar to bar and sings karaoke. And he sings every song pretty well. But he doesn't sing great at any particular song. But he can do almost anything. He's got a good range. So last night, Taysom Hill across the middle takes the hit, drops the ball incomplete. The red rifle in uh, Andy Dalton. Thought he had himself a win against Tom Brady, and then Tom Brady only need about uh, 40 seconds for Tom Brady to do his thing. And uh, down the field he goes, and they get the win 17-16 last night. After Brady was down 16-3, to 16-3, and they put up a couple of touchdowns in the fourth quarter to come back and win that game. They get even now at 6-6. Six and six. Saints go to 4-9 and nine on the season. And Week 13 is now into books.
1: There you have it. Ben Kenny, how you doing today? I'm good. Frankly, I was asleep during most of the second half of the game last night. I my only conclusion is both teams stink. Yeah. I can go along with that. And also, I think uh, I forget what you look like for the record with the live stream still not.
0: Oh, uh, you know, I and I got to tell uh, people again today. I apologize, but I went out yesterday, and I did my due diligence. I uh, tried to scour to get the part that I needed, and I went to a local uh, caster, if you will, uh, shop, and I bought this, this box that is supposed to transform your audio. The pro- I can get video. I can get video all day long. I can't get audio, and that's probably the most important. Otherwise, you're just watching me sit here behind a desk. Uh, the problem is that the the platform that we use does not take the box that they gave me it's technical I, I see when you're not in a regular studio in a building and you don't have an engineer at hand you got to do all this stuff yourself and we don't have parts sitting around it's not like i've got a whole stash like five or six different boxes of everything that we have here in studio i got for the most part, I got tons of cables, tons of wires. I mean, I could probably wire the house ten times over with everything that I have. I carry the suitcase that weighs about a hundred pounds everywhere I go. But there's only one one unit. There's 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 a radio unit, and then there's a video unit. And the video unit got dropped uh, by the bellman outside of the hotel on Sunday night when we were coming back. And it, it there's a there's a piece, but the best way I can explain it for those that that. that just in the most you know layman's terms, for every everybody's got a phone, and whether it's an iPhone or whatever, I've got an Apple, an Android, or an, uh, excuse me, an Android phone, and I've got that C connector. Okay, it's not the little universal, and it's not an iPhone. It's that little C connector. That's the same connector on the back of the box that then transfers all the sound into the computer. Well, that connector broke, so I have no way to plug it in anymore. To plug the sound in, there's no way to do it. And uh, anyway, long story short, uh, they gave me a box. I said, "Yeah, this is no problem. This shouldn't be. This should be a no big deal." I said, "Okay, great." And yeah, it doesn't work. It uh, it doesn't produce uh, the the computer doesn't read it. the The sound platform doesn't read it. So back to square one. We're waiting for the box to arrive. I see that uh, it shipped today, which I'm hoping it's here by tomorrow. But I'm kind of thinking it's going to be more Thursday. So. You gotta gotta survive at least one more day uh, without the uh, without the, the the live stream. Oh,
1: so, so there you grow out the hair, get a little scruff going. I got know? a haircut today.
0: Oh. Actually, I got up this morning and and I I went over to see my uh, uh, Shaniqua changed her hours, so I can't get to Shaniqua. She works during the show, and I can't get to her. So I've been searching and searching and searching, and I and I finally. Uh, just stumbled upon this girl, right? I mean, literally right up the street from me. I mean, it's maybe three minutes away and I went in there one day and she said, hi, I'm new. And I said, you know, cause you get a lot of transient hairstylists that come in and out of different salons. And I said, Hey, are you, are you sticking around? Are you not sticking around? She goes, no, I live here. I just moved here. This is where I'm going to work, you know, and she's got a husband. I don't know what her husband does, but she goes, my husband works up the street. So no, this is what I'm going to do. And this is where I'm going to be. I'm like, great. So I found this girl, and so I sure enough I went in today, and there she is Tuesday mornings. So I'm like, okay, I'm good. So I went and got my haircut this morning. I had to. I got the the party and stuff this weekend, and uh, I got to be able to fit into my. I got to get my head into my costume, into my my ugly sweater, so to speak. So there you go.
1: Is that a good explanation of my life? Yeah, you know, I there are things I'm weighing, saying right now, but I figure it's no, that's okay. Best you, we you can move forward.
0: <laughs> nah, you know what? This is an open forum. This is a complete discussion of thoughts, whether it's provoking or not, ridiculing or not. That's okay. I'm good with that. That's what we do. We're good. We're, we're good like that. I did, however, figure out how to put the restream broadcast platform on my phone. So while I cannot do the actual show live stream today, I think I'm going to do something after the show via the phone so I can do that so uh, so I'm looking I'm looking forward to, to, to attempting that so I'll try to get that done today there you go that's a that's a brief look into the morning and how things have gone uh what else do we have today other than the uh, spectacular crap game that uh, finished last night in Brady fashion uh you know is this Brady thing leaving the 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 buccaneers and returning to play one more season for the Patriots next year do you, do you think this is even real? I don't. I, don't. I, I think it's crazy. I think it's stupid. You've got Mac Jones. You've developed him. You've started, a, you know, you've seen, uh, you know, Bailey Zappi, not the Bailey Zappi's Tom Brady. But what is it just the nostalgia of bringing Brady back for one more year? Because the argument is that, that the Patriots aren't far away from being a really good Super Bowl bound team again. That they feel that get Brady back for one more year. Bring him in on his retirement swan song. You got a legitimate shot at winning one more title as a patriot. Wouldn't that be great? Well, what do you do with your current starting quarterback? Just throw him to the side and say, Hey, you guys go be placeholders for one more one more year while this guy just doesn't want to retire, wants to come back and play one more at the age of forty six. I can't I can't imagine that. Do you really think he wants to go play for Belichick again? I, I just, I, I can't see it happening. Can't see it happening. But that seems to be all the talk, all the discussion, because after last night, you know, Tom Brady's back. Just saying. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877 1670 If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, you can always hit us up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, you can find Ben at Ben Z. Kenny. If he says something sarcastic and you want to get on him, please feel free to go ahead and do so. No problem. At Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, you can find us on, uh, on on via email, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And uh, kind of going from there. By the way, by the way, uh, interesting stuff coming from Craig Council. Where do you want to start today, Ben? I mean, let me, let me, let, let, I'll let you guide the show. Where do
1: you, what? what is the most pertinent? What Where do we want to start today? Well, I, I feel like the Goody press conference because he never speaks. And this was a long planned event during the bye week It mm-hmm. obviously corresponds with certain quarterback musical chairs that may or may not be happening. Okay. I would call that the primary focus, but with big money being thrown around to baseball, like we mentioned with Verlander. And my guy, Trey Turner, mm-hmm. I, I feel as though... He's your these, guy now, yeah. The Brewer's approach to roster building could rival that. The uh, The money that was given to Trey
0: Turner, does that give you pause knowing that you're paying three, two guys now well over
1: $600 million? No, not really. In terms of the annual value, it's actually quite a steal. And... Not to get into the nuts and bolts, but they're they're paying Trey Turner less than they were paying two guys that used to play those positions last season. Mm-hmm. So it actually makes sense when you look at the okay. long term view. It's a shame, I feel like, because the Brewers did that with Christian Yelich. They just happened to strike out the one time they did it. But if mm-hmm. you look at the uh, at least somewhat of a plan going forward, like the, the value of contracts is rising, the money being brought in by baseballs rising, so. You can kind of withstand some of those bad years on the back end if you get them for bargains to start.- mm-hmm. The problem is and I hate to be the
0: naysayer here the problem is that the Green Bay, or excuse me, the Milwaukee Brewers cannot afford bad years on the back end. They don't have the additional money to go out and support that. And that's where you start to run into problems when you start to talk about whether or not the, the brewers can jump into that market for these giant long-term contracts. Because if it goes sour, they're stuck. Because you're not going to get rid of the player. And you, nobody's going to take them off your hands for the money. So that's that's part of your problem. And that's where the disparity in Major League Baseball really becomes relevant. Um, eight, let's do this. 877-867-1670. When we come back, you're going to hear Brian against. We're going to we're gonna play snippets of this, let you take a listen, and then we're going to discuss it. And then we're going to discuss it. And then uh, you tell me what you think and to the direction of the, the team, the franchise itself. And such, but uh, I think it's uh, I think it's pertinent. I think we're we're coming in hot with this. First and foremost today, uh, this portion of the program is brought to you by our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers. Andy Kane uh, and his wife Jen, they're they're great people, and um, they uh, they have a, a jewelry store in West Bend. Now, this time of year, you know that you know you're starting to look for jewelry, and it's worth the trip. First and foremost, worth the trip. It uh, doesn't matter. they got all kinds of Christmas savings going on. They have bridal. They have fashion. They have uh, what they call linked. They have different services. Uh, they also have, if you go to their page, which is Kane, K-O-E-H-N, com, they have thousands of diamonds and rings and such you can look at. They have VIP treatment capability, which uh, if you want to reserve the place, if you've got a bridal party or something going in, you want to sit down and do all that, you can. They have the Bi- Uncle A, which uh, Andy... Uh, The Buy Like a Guy podcast. It's the blog of the unconventional diamond wisdom. And they have all kinds of good stuff. And an in-house jewelry. So there's so many. And custom designs. There's so many different things you can get. And it's worth the trip to West Bend. Go to Kane Jewelry. Kane, K-O-E-H-N, jewelry.com and see for yourself. We're going to hear from Brian Gutekinds, General Manager, your Green Bay Packers. Coming up next. have you this portion of the program brought to you by friends of Pella windows and doors of wisconsin you want a gift you can unwrap right now you know what it is uh, but you pay for it later that's not bad Pella windows and doors of wisconsin they're going to replace your leaky windows and doors patio doors and uh no money down no payments no interest for 12 months that's a little more jingle jangle that stays in your pockets if you know what i mean that's right not until the end of 2023 after that Pella's Elves, as they say, install year-round, and no, they don't open up your entire house, so you have to leave for the day because it's freezing. No. They uh, cordon off each room. They block off the window area, basically. Keep the heat in and the cold out. They replace the windows, replace the doors. It's good. It's perfect. And then by the time they leave, you don't even know they were there, but you got brand-new windows and doors that work. They're safe. They're secure. You lock them up at night. Nobody's getting into your house. It's awesome. And they're more economical. They're more beautiful. They add value to your home. There is no reason not to get a hold of my friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. If you're building a new home, got to go. Got to go to them. If you're, say, good, looking for replacements, got to go to them. If you're looking to beautify your home and add value, got to go to them. It's, it's that simple. Go to Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them 855-PELLA-W-I. That's 855 PellaWI. wi 855-PELLA. WI Brian Gutekunst yesterday general manager of Green Bay Packers starts out and says you know Rodgers you know eh, you know after the the Bears game it's you know it's got to be you know a kind of a mutual thing and next year they they want to get along and and here's what he had to say about Rodgers coming back
2: Yeah that's probably a better question for him but no we haven't I mean, we talked we haven't really talked about those things that's we don't talk about those things during the season very often we just talk more about our team when we when we when we, when we speak um, certainly that'll be something we get to when we get out but I mean again we went through something in the off season where it was a very big commitment on our part you know it wasn't certainly for one year so um, you know but no we don't we were really having any conversations about that, that stuff during the season
0: Rodgers is coming back I'm uh, the more I think about it the more I s- listen the more I see things I, I just think Rodgers is coming back now whether or not the Packers deal him away that's a whole other story but but I believe Rodgers is coming back. Speaking of Jordan Love and his time to shine, uh, have they seen enough of him to determine whether or not he should be, could be, would be a starting quarterback of the National Football League?
2: Yeah, I just think he's had, you know, I think obviously we've seen him for three years in practice and doing the things that he's doing. I think, you know, there was a stretch here while Aaron's been banged up where he's had a lot of, of um, reps with the ones. I think it was, it was great for him. I think it was just, you know, it was great for us to see, but it was also just really, really good for him and experience, you know, game planning each week. And, um, again, I mean, you know, I think quarterbacks got to get into this league, play a bunch of games before they learn how to win. Um, but I do think we feel very confident that, that Jordan can move the ball, score points, and do the things that we ask of our quarterbacks. So,
0: Now, let me, let me preface this real quick. This would be the question. Hey, Brian, so have you really seen enough of Jordan Love to determine whether or not he's a good starting quarterback in the National Football League? There is no way in hell Brian Goodikins is going to come out and go, no, nah, he's really not. For two reasons. One is you don't want to you know, disappoint your own fan base. And two, you're not going to tell every other team in the league. No, <laughs> no he's not any good. You're always going to get the glowing rosy report. Now, the one key thing is he said they'd like to see him more so they can see how he wins. He's got to learn how to win in the National Football League. And that's true. But he says we're confident he can move the football and can score. So, good answer. Relatively honest answer. But he's also telling you, yeah, we'd like to see just, you know, a couple times because he has not won a game. Remember, last year against Kansas City, didn't win. Last year against Detroit, didn't win. Right? No. Nah, baby, nah. And this year when you saw him against Philadelphia, didn't win. Um... So he was asked then, so are you confident Jordan Love is a starting quarterback in the NFL that can actually win games?
2: Yeah. Now, again, those guys have got to go out and do it in real games and, and, all, and all that, um, and I think that's important. Um, but all young quarterbacks go through a period of time where no matter what individual success, they, I think it takes them a little bit of time to learn how to win in this league, and that's going to be important for Jordan whenever he gets his opportunity. Um, but that's a big part of it. I mean, it's um, – you know, learning learning within the game is very important for
0: that development. Now, the big question is: Okay, Brian, you guys are still alive. You guys have an 115 percent chance of possibly getting to the postseason. This is great, but if you lose, you know, have you talked to Aaron Rodgers? Because Rodgers said he would consider letting Love play if the Packers are eliminated from the postseason. So, give me your thoughts.
2: Yeah, I think you know. Obviously, if we get to that point, we'll you know we'll, we'll kind of look at, at those things. But I think. No matter, even if we're eliminated from the playoffs, which uh, it wouldn't be ideal, I said we're going to still go out to win the game, right? I think that's really important. Um, there's a bunch of guys in that lo- locker room that deserve that, so we're going to go out to win the game. And we're going to make the decisions that are in the best interest of us going and winning the game. Do You want to see him win a game? For sure. I mean, I'd like, yeah, whoever's playing. You know what I mean? So um, it's uh, it's one of those things. It's it's as long as you know. I think whoever gives us the best chance to win needs to be out there. That's only fair to this locker room. That's the way I feel about it. I think Matt feels the same. So, um, again, um, there's always kind of, you know, different ways to look at things. But football is a little bit different game than some others. Um, so, um, we'll make those decisions when we get, when we get there, uh, what's best for the football team and going out and winning those games.
0: Did they, however, though, at the trade deadline, you and I, we were all saying – Got to get weapons right. Got to get more. Got to get a little bit more. Did they miss the opportunity to help the offense before the NFL trade deadline?
2: Um, there was lots of um, I don't know what you call my. There wasn't really any opportunities that presented themselves that made any sense. Um, there was a lot of conversation, you know, and there was a lot of things that hey, this might this might help us. Um, but it's like anything. I think you have to have a walkway point, and and when when those prices became certain prices, we walked away.
0: Got to hang on to that third round draft choice. Got to hang on to that. <laughs> they want a seventh and a third. Can't do that. Those third-rounders have been so successful. We've gotten two in the last 26 <laughs> years. So, someday, might come back and help us. Uh, defensively speaking, what the hell? What's happened to the defense? Yeah,
2: they go. You know, I think certainly we've had our struggles as of late. Uh, I thought there were some good things last night, and we got some turnovers, which was important. Um, but... Um, you know, I think there's a. Uh, uh, it's never one thing. It's, a, it's always a bunch of different things. And I think, um, yeah, I thought early in the season there were some really strong flashes of three, three and outs, and different kind of things. We were generating a lot of turnovers early, um, and then we just kind of got into a stretch where you know we weren't playing as well as I think we can. Um, but um, again, I think I've seen some growth over the past few weeks um, in different areas. It's just uh, the consistency part is, is what's been a little frustrating.
0: That's where I, I would do, beg to disagree. You know, yeah, it's always, you know, numerous things, but there's one thing we all know. There's no way Joe Barry comes back to run this defense. I'm just saying. Uh so when he uh w- what was his plan to replace Devontae Adams productivity? You know, what was it? Just because of the injuries to Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs that it just didn't pan out.
2: Yeah, that's probably fair. You know, I think obviously I think you're you're a rookie. You got so much on your plate to begin with. And then when the injury things come in, it's just it, it's that much more. And I think it takes time to develop trust within the offense and, and to gel. And when you're not out there, it's, it just makes it that much more difficult. So that's probably fair.
0: I don't necessarily agree with that. But, you know, in other words, you're putting all of Devontae Adams' productivity on two rookies. Uh, that's not smart football. Uh, so what was his thought about uh, Christian Watson and the fact that he has finally started to really, really shine?
2: yeah you got to give that kid a lot of credit because obviously the way the season started you know going into camp with the with the surgery and then you'll kind of have to miss that time and then just kind of falling behind and and because of different injuries and stuff you know I think a lot of a lot of guys that would have been it right you know and hey let's get let's get to the next season and see how it goes but um I give him a lot of credit for not losing faith and not you know not losing his work ethic um, because when the opportunities presented themselves obviously he's uh, he's made the most of them so um, you know, the, I think that the thing I'm most proud about with Christian right now is just I think he really has a desire to be great, and he's he's not walking around here like he's arrived in any, any way. Um, I think he he truly wants to be the best version of himself that he can be, and um, he knows there's still a lot of work out there for him. But I think it's always exciting to see when young players finally get opportunities, then being prepared and um, and ready to make you know contributions. And you've got to give, you gotta give our, our coaching staff a lot of credit there as well because. Uh, again, um, when those opportunities presented themselves, he was ready and he took advantage of it. And Rome did early in the season as well.
0: Then the uh, the sigh of relief. I mean, has that really kind of washed over you now that Watson is actually looking like a guy worthy of trading a couple of second round picks for?
2: I always have a sigh of relief when our players do well. You know, um, you know. But uh, no, I don't. I don't necessarily. I mean, I, we kind of move forward. I'm not really looking back and all that. I just. Uh, um, I'm just really happy for the for the player and for Christian. Um, he's done a heck of a job um, on his own, fighting through some of these things and just being prepared for his opportunities. And um, it's not easy making it in this league, especially as a young player and, and coming in with a with a quarterback um, who has a standard that is so high, you know. And so those guys have been fighting um, really hard to get to that to that standard, and, and to see that kind of come to the other side of it, it's kind of nice to see.
0: So what is the main reason Christian Watson has been able to really kind of break out the just the last, you know, three, four games.
2: I think it's just really opportunity, you know, I think and that usually what it comes down to for a lot of players. I mean, especially young players is um, having opportunity to go out there in games and make their mistakes and still get to the other side of it, you know, still get the opportunities once they make those mistakes. And, um, you know, with Christian, I mean, wasn't—he's he, not been perfect. You know, but he, you know, he had some opportunities didn't go his way, um, but he never—he um, just kept kept moving forward, kept fighting forward. And I think that's kind of a great lesson for all, all of our players: is that it's never going to be perfect. You're going to have some mistakes, but if you keep moving forward and keep, you know, keep grinding, you know, when the opportunities do start to fall your way again, then uh, you got to be ready for it.
0: All right, let's do this. We're going to break. We've heard a lot of Goody. We're going to hear the second half of Goody when we come back, and then you and I will discuss everything that is being discussed uh, regarding your Green Bay Packers and kind of go from there. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget about the opening drive contest. Stop in a Quick Trip. Type in, because you got to go get gas anyway. You might as well go to the hometown company, the, the company right based right here in the state of Wisconsin. Type in your quick rewards number. You're automatically registered for your name to be called during the opening drive of any Packers game, and you they could be playing for you. And for every yard garnered on the opening drive, you can get yourself a $10 gift card. If they scored I That's five hundo, five hundo. Not a bad way to go, especially this time of year. Nice stocking stuffer there too, if you want to give that away. But that being said, it's our friends at Quick Trip. Anything and everything, whether it's hot food, cold food, uh, the beer cave, whatever it happens to be. If you need, uh, you know, no fee ATMs, which is great. All of that good stuff. It's right there from our hometown, Quick Trip. Stay tuned. Goody coming back right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's not usually the time of year you start thinking about RVs, but if you are thinking about one, maybe next summer starting to dance in your mind a little bit. Don't forget about our friends at Cunis, K U N E S, Cunis RV. Go to cunisrv.com, Wisconsin's fastest growing RV dealer. Your travel and camping experts. And if you're in the market for a motorhome, a fifth wheel camper van, travel trailer, they have got you covered. All different types of brands, great locations. They continue to renovate the locations. And if you've got somebody that's an RVer on your Christmas list, stop into any one of their showrooms, and I guarantee you, you can pick something up, whether it's just really cool chairs, it's some of the fire rings, lights for the RV, whatever it happens to be, you can get some really cool stuff at Kunis, K-U-N-E-S, com. That is com. Brian Goodikins, general manager of the Green Bay Packers, uh, was at the podium and was asked about you know how good this can be w- because Romeo Dobbs started to come on before his injury. Christian Watson has certainly come on since his injury. You're to get Romeo Dobbs back. How good could it be when these two are together?
2: Yeah, I mean I think, you know, when you throw Samari in there as well, I think he's done a heck of a job as well. It's just it would be nice to get all those guys, you know, out there at the same time and getting opportunities. Um but you know, obviously Allen and Kabi and, and even Sammy have done some good things for us too. So it's a, it's a little bit of a crowded room, but I do think I'm 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 very high on on those guys' ceilings and what they could do as a group.
0: Now the question is you drafted three rookie receivers. Do you think they've done enough and you've done enough to bring that experience of the receiver group to the forefront?
2: Well, I think we kind of did that, obviously. Randall came back, Allen brought back, and Sammy went, went and got. So I think we brought some experience in the room that wasn't in the room prior, right? You know, I mean, it wasn't in the room we didn't have under contract, right? So we brought those guys back, and um, that was important. Um we look at, as you guys know, our process is to look at a lot of different things when they when those things become available. And we, we certainly, whether it was in the draft last year um, through training camp and the trade deadline and all those things, we looked at a lot of different things. And, um, you know, you, you always weigh the um, how, how that's going to affect your club. You know, like if you can bring in a player from the outside and um, – how that's going to affect the room itself, you know, and, and the opportunities those guys get as well. Um, so we looked at all that, and certainly if, if the right guy was there for the right price, we would have done that, but it just it never materialized.
0: Um. So he talks about bringing in the re- veterans, but those are guys you already had. So does he second-guess the the decisions regarding free agency in the wide receiver position? You, you know, really it's really
2: always 2020. I think you never really know um, if you're talking about bringing outside players, and here you never know how that they're gonna. You know, that just because they flourish somewhere else doesn't mean they're gonna flourish here. You never really know that. Um, but I assess that we're five and eight. I mean, you know, that's, that's at the end of the day, that's what matters. Um, and uh, but yeah, you always study. I think the things that uh, in the past, just to kind of, you know, I think that's always important. Uh, but you can't dwell on it too much. You got to keep moving forward
0: ben did you get exactly what he was saying there um that's probably the most obvious statement there i'm i'm when, i'm lost in the somberness when he said well you know hindsight being what it is and then while well, somebody may flourish somewhere else and maybe they don't flourish in your system in other words the sammy watkins draft or trade or uh, signing was uh, uh, abysmal and then he says we are five and eight you know, are you second guessing it? No, of course not. No, I'm never going to second guess myself. But oh, by the way, Sammy Watkins, while he played better in other areas, he's not, he's he's crap for us. He's garbage. A few blocks here and there, maybe a catch here and there. But as far as really replacing Devontae and helping us out, <laughs> this has been this has been abysmal. It's it's the things instead of going, oh no, Sammy's done great. If you look at some of the things Sammy has done you know, downfield blocking and being able to, you know, be a really good tutor to the young guys and working with Randall. And he doesn't do any of that. He just says, well, if somebody flourishes somewhere else, maybe they don't flourish in your system. And, you know, you don't know until you get them in there. <laughs> in other words, no, this was terrible. So, oh, my God. that's You talk about an indictment statement. Do you ever second-guess yourself on that free agency wide wide receiver decision? No, I don't second-guess it, but (laughs) this isn't working out, and we're 5-8. and
1: Uh, Did they go against their – go ahead. The system also might not be the best catered towards new receivers that have never done it before coming in and succeeding. Not that Sammy Watkins is good, but (laughs) – Sammy Watkins is not leading a Mensa meeting.
0: I'll tell you that right now. Sammy Watkins can be on an inside block, pushing, and screaming, and shoving, and, and knowing he's supposed to go outside. Everybody else knows he's supposed to go outside. And instead, he still tries to shug off the block and go inside. It's like, and then the pass goes out, and then he looks like, what? What? What was I supposed to do? What? So, uh, do they go against their tradition, having plenty of veteran receivers before drafting rookies?
2: Yeah, we probably wouldn't have those young guys. You know what I mean? It's easy. It's easy to go back and say that. So no, I, just, I just I think it, you know, it's like yeah. anything. I mean, it, it changes the dynamics of what you think you might need. You know, right? And um, again, that, that there was there was money and draft picks involved in those things that really kind of didn't didn't make a lot of sense to us. Um, He's a great Devontae's a great player, sure. and um, you know, certainly keeping him around here was a priority for us. But once we realized that's not what he wanted, and we weren't going to be able to get a deal done. It was really just a matter of we could franchise them, and, and there was, then then it became, you know, a whole different uh, set of decisions we weren't going to be able to do. So, yeah, I mean, you could, again. I don't spend too much time looking back there. Um, whenever you lose a player that, uh, the caliber of, of Tay, you know, it's gonna, you're going to have to overcome it. I mean, you're going to have to like do different things to overcome it. And I think we struggled out of the gate to do that. But um, but at the same time, I think uh, you know that room particularly looks
0: pretty bright moving forward. So, what happens if in the offseason somebody calls him and goes, you know, hey, uh, we'd like to trade you for Jordan Love"? Then what?
2: Those are hypotheticals, and we'll, we'll kind of see where we are at that point. You know, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, um, we're really excited about Jordan, you know, and what he, where he's going, where he's developing.
0: Um, like I said, we'll get to the offseason, and we'll work all through that. Okay, now let's get back to this craptastic defense a lot of the starters a lot of the guys the names you were counting on on defense their sat their stats are down why i think and i've said this before
2: up here like we, we do have a lot of talented guys uh, on defense um, but they got to come together as a team you know and that that takes some sacrifice on their part as well as everybody in this building to be you know, if you're going to be a good team you're going to be a good unit and there's a lot that goes into that um so um, again we've got a lot of you know a lot of season left you know we've got four games that are really important to us around here um You know, and I expect those guys to continue working towards that.
0: Okay. He was also asked uh, about Aaron Rodgers and the fact that is it hard to get guys to come here to put a team together to kind of keep people's concentration, like you said, of being all one unit when you got a quarterback that could possibly be waffling on the decision whether to retire or not.
2: No, I don't think so. I mean, I think again, we're fortunate to have really two really good quarterbacks, and and as we move into that time period, we'll we'll make those decisions as we go, but. Um, as I've been taught uh, from the time I walked into this building, whatever comes with having great quarterbacks, it's worth it.
0: and Which is true. It's a good statement. Uh, now the question is, good quarterbacks like certain people, and David Bakhtiari being one of those people. So he's got knee issues. He's got the, append- the appendicitis. Eh, you know what, you, you can't really predict that. But he's had the knee issues for now almost two years uh, he's finally started to play and play well and then this happens so you know when you got a guy that's got this kind of issue can only practice at certain times can't put too much pressure on it goes out and performs but really struck can you afford to keep a guy like that
2: yeah i mean obviously back backs been through a tough stretch here right you know i mean he, he actually you know as, as he got through the beginning of the season he went through a stretch of games that thursday night game coming off a of sunday night you know sunday game and um, where I thought he played really, really well and, and, and it was holding up really well. And obviously, you know, just snake bit with the F and what he's going through right now. Um, but he's playing at a very, very high level. Left tackles don't, you know, grow on trees. And uh, we've had some guys feeling excellent for him I and mean, Zach Tom coming in and doing what he's done as a rookie. Uh, and some of the late-minute, you know, last-minute uh, fires he's been thrown into has been pretty impressive. So, um, but again, another off-off season decision, we'll we'll try to um, get through all that stuff and see how everything fits. There's so many things that are interdependent on each other, but, um, you know, um, again, he's playing at a really, really high level for us.
0: Now the question, you want to ask it, I want to ask it. Goody, Joe Barry sucks. Defense sucks. We know that. We've witnessed it. You can't put a ribbon on it. My dad used to say, you can paint it. You can polish it. You can make it look shiny. You can hit it up with perfume, cologne, but underneath, if it's a turd, it's still a turd. You
1: don't tackle live at any point.
0: Yeah, you're not. So the, the issue to tackle is uh, Joe Barry. So is Matt LaFleur the last and final word in this, or can you just walk into that office and say, Joe, you guys to go?
2: You know, Matt, Matt, Matt has, you know, Mac can hire him. That's, that's his decision completely, um, you know. Um, but we are, you know, Russ, um, Murph, and I are, are all um, supportive of whatever he, you know, we support him in whatever ways we can. But those are his decisions.
0: Really? Okay. So, now, you know. you know, now we know. So if Joe Barry doesn't go, that means uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself, one Matt Lafleur, has not the gahonies to say, you know what, Joe? This this isn't working. You, you got
1: to go. You guys to get out. So yeah. So well, and when future staff moves don't work out, oh, it's it's not my fault. It's the head coach's fault. Right. Yeah. Well, that's true.
0: That's that's true.
1: It's kind of set up for not now, but if another hire fails, then maybe the head coach goes with it. Completely agree. Completely
0: agree. So there you go. And it can lead to they're not going to get rid of this guy. We all can see he's not good, but since we gave him the final decision, he refuses to get rid of him at the detriment of the team, so we're going to get rid of him. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Well, there you go. All right, let's discuss when we come back. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Over at the Rock Complex, oh boy, they got the Enchanted North Pole going on right now. They've got all kinds of good stuff. I'm going to repost some of the pictures and such over on the Facebook fan page if you want to see it. But if you're looking for something to do this weekend, it's going to be warmer weather, too. It's going to be in the 40s. Not a bad way to go. You can see, I think they have the, the the sledding hill open and the tubing hill open, snowboarding and such for the kids. But uh yeah, if you want to go over and check out the Enchanted Forest, they have hot cocoa, Santa's there, Santa's letters, all that kind of good stuff. They have all different uh, little, you know, elves and such and hideaways over there. Cool stuff at the Rock Complex, the uh, Ballpark Commons over in Franklin, and it's the Enchanted North Pole. They got it going on right now. Good stuff. Stop in, see for yourself. Get yourself a big giant cup of the holiday spirit. We'll talk Goody coming up next. Now in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have their bye week. No game this weekend. I asked tight end Robert Tunyon, who still gets treatments after suffering a torn
2: ACL last year, how he feels about finally getting some time off.
0: Good. I'm just gonna
2: go. Just you know, stay in shape, stay healthy. Uh, just work on some things uh, with physical therapy and stuff like that to keep my you know my body going and my you know knee going. So I'm just excited to kind of just keep on working. And then we got what four. Four more games I went out and see where life takes us. The Packers are now five and eight after beating the Bears. Green Bay's next game is against the Rams here at Lambeau Field on Monday night, December nineteenth. The Rams have gone from Super Bowl champions to three and nine. They host the Raiders this week on Thursday Night Football. Now the Packers' David Bakhtiari did not play against the Bears. That's because he had an emergency appendectomy on Friday. Matt Lafleur asked if he knew yet how long the left tackle will be out.
1: You know, I do not. Um, we'll see how he feels when we come back from the bye and see where he's at. But uh, from what I've been told, it could be it could be a while. So we'll see
2: where
0: he's at. Packers GM Brian Goodikins. The
2: back's went through a tough stretch here, right? You know, I mean, he, he actually, you know, as, as he got through the beginning of the season, he went through a stretch of games. That Thursday night game coming off a of Sunday night, you know, Sunday game and. Um, where I thought he played really, really well, and, and, and it was holding up really well. And obviously, they, you know, just snake bit with the FNDECA division and, and what he's going through right now. You know, um, again, he's playing at a really, really high level for us. That's Brian Goodikins in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
0: They're, they're like this close, this close away. Our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley out there in Oconomowoc and Summit. This this, this close to opening back up. It is uh, really a great transformation in the renovation. So when it's open officially, we will let you know. But right now, you can continue to support Jeff and Alicia and Stoley's gang over there at the Stolle's Old 109 up in Watertown. Great place to go. Good food, music on the weekends. Love that place. Stop in, tell them we said hi. Get yourself a cup of holiday spirit. Uh, so you heard Brian Gutekind's. You heard what he had to say. You heard all the questions and, and the answers given. Uh, now now what? 877-867-1670. Hit us up i them. Open up the phone lines. This this is all us. Open up the phone lines. Let's go to our buddy Gerard, first out of the shoot. Appropriately. Gerard, how you doing, man? we got about a minute and a half. Shoot.
3: Okay, Bill. As far as I'm looking at this, I think when you uh, were sitting behind those guys at the Chicago game, I think Murphy probably said to him, listen. You better talk to the media after this.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: probably, probably told them. And then the thing about love I thought was interesting because they don't know what to do yet. And they're still going to be confused about it until what happens. And Rodgers, of course, he controls the whole situation. So if they can't, I think he, he's putting in other words, well, basically, if I can't surround Rodgers with enough that we think can get us to a Super Bowl, what do I do? You see what I mean? If you yeah. if you looked in, into that, it sort of it sort of sounded like you know, and uh, he's very good at, at answering questions and not answering them. So he's very good at that. I'll give him that. Right. You know what I mean? But yep. I think the whole situation is going to be about Rodgers and again in the off season. And I I I don't know if this was scheduled, Bill, like you, you were saying, or maybe I, I'm right and uh, you're right. They said, "Listen, you better get out there and talk to the media, because this is this is uh, even that bad victory. Uh, that's not a victory. That was just against a a really terrible team. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's actually yeah. worse than than the Packers are. So you know, I hope he talks a lot more because he's still got to answer a lot more questions about the draft and everything else, and about the receiver issue. You were absolutely right. What he said about uh, what's his name." Uh, tubby out there,
0: <laughs> yeah, with with, uh, with Sammy Watkins, yeah, and and it, what, yeah. it's what he didn't say. It's it's he didn't give him a thumbs yeah. up to say this was a great move. I mean, it was everything but. Uh,
3: I'm surprised he's still there. I am in shock he's still there. I thought they'd get rid of him,
0: but uh, yeah, you know they don't have anybody else. That's the problem. They have to. And with Romeo Dobbs well, this being guy down, and, yeah, was this
3: guy yeah. Edwards was cut by the Steelers. Maybe they should have gave him, you know, a uh, a look see. But, uh, you know, look, this is this is this I'm, I'm actually hoping they lose, to be honest
0: with you. And you I, I'd love to see. I appreciate the phone call, Gerard. I'd love to see him continue to win and keep this season exciting. OK, that that I would love. But I think when you say the word love, I also think that there is this want not only by us, the fans, but I think by them, as he said, look, we know what he can do. They know that. They know if he's good or bad. They already know that. But what they want to see is him learn how to win a game to see if he has that in him. There's a lot of quarterbacks that can throw the football and look good doing it, but if you're not going to actually win games for your team, then it makes you just one of a bunch, you know? Going to continue this. Open them up. Wide open. Phone lines. Hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.